Folge. Welcome to this episode of the language question, Keshnatangan, a conversation about the Irish language and its history for anyone curious about their relationship with it and its role in our identity. Our guest at this episode is Eamon O'Donnell. Eamon is a native of Guidor in the Donegal Gwiltot. He is the author of many books, including some of the most important current texts on Irish grammar. He is also a founder of Gaelkultur. As well as giving us his unique take on the language, he highlights something that he says he finds distressing, the crisis in the Gaeltacht and the lack of any real debate on that subject outside of Irish language communities. This is a theme we've seen coming up again and again in these conversations, and I'm sure you'll find Eamon's perspective on all of that fascinating. I'm delighted to say that we've had some wonderful reviews of the show since we launched. Julek in the UK said in relation to our first episode, this is a gripping account of the history of the Irish language. It has helped me to understand how most people do not have the ability to speak Irish and the many historical and current reasons for this. The discussion was interesting, dynamic and engaging. And personally, I will be eagerly following all future episodes. Thank you so much, Julek, for that wonderful review. I really appreciate it. You may only see the reviews in the country that you're listening in, and therefore I would really appreciate your feedback from wherever you are. I would be eternally grateful if you would follow, rate, and review the show. Please also be sure to sign up at thelanguagequestion.com forward slash resources to get your complimentary, valuable learning resources and to ensure that you stay up to date on upcoming episodes, guests, and to receive exclusive content. Anyhow, here goes with this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Come in to Soltas. Hello and welcome, everybody. Um, I am joined today by an excellent and uh, wonderful guest who we are extremely privileged to ha- have with us here on the show today. I have Eamon O'Donnell, um, uh, who is an author and educationalist. Uh, he is a native of uh, Guidor in the Donegal Gwaeltacht. Uh, he worked for a number of years as a director of the Department of Modern Irish's Language Centre in UCD and then went on to become a founder of Gael Culture, where he was a director of education for many years and is now chair of the postgraduate degree in translation. He was instrumental in the development of the Irish language uh, learning series Tourist Changa with RTE, and now you're talking with RTE and BBC. He's the author of many Irish language learning resources, including uh, Gael Gagonstro and Gramaduk Gonstro, arguably, in my opinion, the best uh, Irish grammar book for learners uh, currently available. Eamon Akara Tafalchis Fihirot Erin Show, Agusis Moor, on Honor doing to Avelin. Kurmina Magazine, Inta Anna Hasarven Show. Well, 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 we're 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 so glad to have you. Um, uh, Eamon, um, I'd love if we could maybe start at the beginning in terms of your you're a native speaker from the Donegal Gael Tucked. Would you mind telling us your, your background in the language and how that looked like to us growing up before you uh, entered into the educational sphere? Yeah, well, as you said, I was brought up in uh, Gidor in Donegal. And when I was young in the 60s and 70s, the language was still very, very vibrant, very much the community language is under a lot of threat, under a lot of pressure now, as it is in, in most of the Gilthard areas. But at that time, I remember in the Leaving Cert uh, class, there were 22 of us and 21 were native speakers of Irish. And there was a poor guy there from Glasgow who, who understood everything and who communicated with us in English, but we, we just spoke Irish to him. That situation has changed a lot since then. There's a tendency now on the part of uh, Irish speakers to to switch to English, even if there's only one person in, in the company. But at that, that stage, it was very, very different. Um, the 
I suppose changes started occurring in the area in the late 60s. Uh, there was uh, very sudden industrialization, uh, a lot of inward immigration. Um, people who had left uh, earlier in their lives, they returned with children. And in 95% or more of cases, the uh, those people coming back spoke only English to their children. So that's that's one of the complications, um, one of the reasons why the language is under pressure. Um, so I would have had a, a lot of interest in Irish. Um, and from a very early age, um, I had a teacher at secondary school who focused primarily uh, in the teaching of Irish on grammar. Every single person hated that teacher, hated that class except me. I was absolutely... You know, and, and, you know, very, very interested in, in what he had to say. Uh, and he really um, got me interested in grammar at that stage. And then I went to university in Maynooth and, and partied for three years. Early, you know, I'd got a very poor degree, actually. Then I d- decided to do a, a one-year master's, uh, which took me five years because uh, I really, really, I was enjoying myself a lot. Um, so really, I wasn't very, very focused on work, on 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 anything really, um, just having a good time. Um, but during my time in Maynooth, uh, I I was thrown in at the deep end uh, as regards teaching. In, in 1981, when I was in first year, in mid-October, uh, the teacher dealing with um, the person teaching Austro-Irish left suddenly. She got a master's in another college. And I was told by Padika Fianachta, Father Padika Fianachta, that I was going to teach. I wasn't asked if I wanted to, but I was actually thrown in uh, at the age of 18 um, to teach four, second and third years uh, with no... Um, guidelines and not much material available. And for for ten years, I I I, I taught uh, very very badly. For more than maybe fifteen years, I, I was very very bad teacher, extremely poor quality classes. Um, then I I I improved subsequently, and you know became a better teacher after after many years of struggling. Just come back to that for a second because. Um... One of the things that uh, you're interested in grammar there, I mean, one of the things we, we often kind of, I think that's assumed in, in the Irish education system is that Irish, because it's kind of, you know, prevalent or it's our native language over that we'll just pick it up and, you know, that you, you're, you're doing it in the education system for um, for so many years before you even come to secondary school that you, you know, so much is assumed in terms of, in terms of prior knowledge, which, which in my experience just wasn't, was never there. But I mean, let's talk about that in terms of you as a native speaker. I mean, you, you're, no, but you, you were very fortunate having that teacher you mentioned, I think, but I mean, like that, like, was it just natural, your ability to, to teach the language and your, your interest in the language? Did that come from the, the, the your, your native experience? Yeah, I suppose that the, the, um, the interest in the language language was due to um, you know the the fact that I had that teacher. Uh, he influenced me very much, um, but I didn't have a natural ability when it came to teaching at all. Um, and I suppose um, I, I I understood a lot of the the grammatical rules, but um, I I learned a lot of them subsequently after my education uh, when I became editor of of uh, Core magazine. Um, I had 
I spent a period there, um, six months working as sub-editor uh, with a highly experienced person. So uh, a lot of my knowledge of grammar, um, I didn't get it in the education system at all. I got it subsequently. Um, and, you know, I suppose um, it's an advantage, definitely, that I, that I was a native speaker. That, that was definitely an advantage, um, particularly when it came to teaching the language. Um, I, under, I understood, I could differentiate um, <clears throat> something that a lot of people who learn the language can't do. I can di- could differentiate between what was natural, what was, was native, what was proper Irish. I could differentiate between that and, and, and you know, the, the sort of language that often is taught in, in school. Um, it might come as a shock to many people or it might not, but uh, a lot of the language <clears throat> taught in the education system is, is absolutely incorrect. Uh, it's, it's been taught in a certain way for many, many years. So I had the advantage of, of being able to distinguish between what, what was normal, what was natural, what, would, would, what reflected everyday usage, and, and then these, these forms that are often taught. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, about 10 years ago, I, I remember going to a training course in a, in a school, in an old Irish school, and there were 20 primary school teachers sitting around the room. And um, I asked them, um, what would the answer be to uh, did you go out at the weekend? And they all, without an exception, they all said, and I said, no, 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 it's, it's you, you don't use the me, you know, you don't need to. Uh, it's it's not proper proper you know usage, um, and they they were shocked. They they totally disagreed with me. Uh, they, they said no. This is what we've been taught. This is definitely what we've been taught. Um, but you know th- there are many examples of that in, in you know things in the, that are badly taught uh, in the school system. Uh, so anyway, I had the advantage of being able to to uh, you know differentiate between what was right and what was wrong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and i think this is this is a kind of a fundamental point really isn't it that so much of of the language is taught by 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 well non-native speakers that's inevitable because of just the, the population size but i think by people who have probably quite a limited amount of you know learning in, in in the language themselves i mean they have have done it to, 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 at a certain level to degree level and um and so this is a this is this is a uh, i think a massive problem in terms of how the language is is learned by any of those exposed for the first time yeah absolutely um and the focus in 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 education and in, in primary secondary school and even third level th- th- there isn't enough focus on everyday usage um, there's a tendency to there, in the past there's a tendency to, to focus on grammatical rules um, taught out of context very often um, and even now uh, there isn't enough focus on on what happens when people interact um, and therefore people have um, people have a difficulty um, you know, they're, they're, they're taught language that's, yeah, that's removed from its context. Um, so if, if you ask, I can guarantee you, if you, if you ask um, 100 school kids um, the question, and Mahlat, pop y'all, do you like pop music? Um, I can guarantee you that a fair percentage of them will say Shah. 
and a percentage of them say it's myelum, and it's the actual answer is is ma. Um, so a very very basic thing um, th- that should be taught is the difference between um, question and answer on the one hand and a statement on the other. So qu- a statement would be is myelum popial. I like pop music, with lum included is myelum popial. But in the question and answer, myelat popial is ma. Or Nima. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it surprises me that that there that really basic thing is, is is not, you know, focused. There's not enough focus on that still in the education system. And how do we 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 how do we reconcile that that? I mean, because it's 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 like it's like that that natural interaction thing. I think you're is absolutely. You know, you, you've 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 put your finger on it there because it's it's um it's something that anytime you, you want to start to have any kind of a natural interaction with somebody, you know, even at a Kirtle Cora or or if if you go to the Gwildic, your ability to do so is well, first I I found found extremely limited, and um, without having any of that kind of just those those natural things that we talk about when we meet each other, which aren't in a school curriculum. How do we balance? The, the need to have the kind of grammatical foundation and the understanding of the technical kind of aspects of the language and how it works and, you know, and, and, and losing people in, in getting into too much kind of detail. I mean, for instance, I remember going back to learn the language. I, and I was a very, very poor student. I mean, you, you're very um, uh, self-effacing in your description of, 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 of your studies, but, but you certainly, we were on the same wavelength, I think at that stage. Um, but um but I rem- like when I went back to to to, to try to starting to learn Irish again. I say again. I think learning for the first time really, um, properly. But like I didn't. I wasn't aware of ever having been aware of there being um, different genders for for for, for nouns in, in Irish. Or you know, I mean, the the ideas of you know the the broad and slender consonants and the fact that that actually determines how the the the, the, the consonant is pronounced. So that an sh sound is is a slender consonant. You know, a slender s, and and those kinds of fundamental things about the, the the structure of the language that that i never seem to to you know and is, is it how do you you know how, i say how do you take people who without wanting to intimidate people but also give them the basics how do you suggest that should be approached well um there's this communicative approach to language teaching that that's been used widely um since the 19 mid 1970s it developed you know by the Council of Europe and, and others, um, and that's been largely ignored in the in the Irish language sector. Um, but in that kind of approach, you um, you focus on on meaning, uh, and that that should be the the main focus of your teaching, um, and in enabling people to to communicate, and um, you know, and then. You teach grammar, and, and I, I believe, you know, we've gone from one extreme to another. Uh, where in the past there was too much focus on grammar, now there's far, virtually none whatsoever. Um, but there's a happy medium. So in a communicative approach, you you, you focus on 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 meaning, and um, giving people teaching people um, useful everyday language that they can employ. Um, you know, in a lot of situations, uh, and then you you focus on on grammar, but not to the same extent at all. And you teach grammar in the context of the topic that you're you're dealing with, and you 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 teach it in, in manageable chunks, and you return 
to the same grammatical topics um, again and again, and you add an, a, a new piece every time. Um, so, for example, if you if you're if you're teaching a class uh, where the focus is on on talking about your weekend, well, in that case, you're definitely if you if you talk about last weekend, you're definitely going to have to um, focus on on the past tense. For example, um, if you have a class where you're talking about your family, you're going to have to have um, comparatives. You saw again, you younger, older. Uh, you're going to have to to deal with personal numerals such as birch, tour, car, um, and it's it's a it's a really really um, nice approach to to teaching the language. You 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 people aren't overwhelmed. Um, they're just taught uh, enough to get by to talk about that topic. So, you know, if you're talking about last weekend, you 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 focus on on the verbs that that would be useful in talking about the weekend, huema, chanikma, and and so on, um, and so that's that that's the the approach that I've used for many many years now. It's it's I didn't think I didn't think about this approach. I didn't think it up. Um, it's been used widely in in the teaching of language, but as I said, not so much in the teaching of Irish. Mm, mm. And so, 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 I mean, you having done that, you, you spent that period teaching in 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 Manus, and then you um, was it from there? Then you went to 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 UCD. Um, yeah, so I I would have um, gone to Manus in 1981, and um, I spent eight years living in the place, um, partying, having good time, um, and yeah, teaching, but teaching very very badly as i said um and then um in the early 90s i was living in dublin but still working in Manuth on a part-time basis you must remember that at this stage uh, there weren't many opportunities available for anybody in the country in the in the 80s and early 90s uh, so i continued um to teach in in in, in the college um i did um Applied linguistics then um, in Trinity College. Um, slowly became a better teacher. Became a better teacher because of um, of uh, a workshop that I attended around 1992-93. It was run by a, a, a fascinating American woman called Patricia Haslam, and she she um, radically changed over the over the course of a few hours. <laughs> She uh, she radically changed my my whole outlook on on teaching, and she introduced this incredible thing called communicative teaching, um, which I had heard of but hadn't really seen in practice. So I, I totally changed my approach to teaching, and um, you know that that influenced then. Um, subsequently, then I left Manuth. Um, I went to Pastor Condra taught there for two years and then uh, got an opportunity to work on a TV program. Now you're talking that you mentioned earlier, uh, which is a, a joint production between RT and, and BBC. And I was thrown in again at the deep end, no experience at all of, of, of writing language courses, no experience of TV. And they said, just get on with it. And I did get on with it. And um, 
I'm, many people actually say that that's my best work, which is kind of depressing because it was my first publication. <laughs> um, but it 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 was you uh, peaked too soon, Emma. Yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was very very successful. Um, yeah. the, the the book sold many copies. The TV series is, is still available online and still watched by a lot of people. Um, and then after after that, um, I I found myself in a new CD in 1996 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then so i suppose and that ucc i sorry ucd and then you you went on to to found uh quail culture and and that's something that i think you've been involved in since around 2005 is that correct uh-huh, yes exactly yeah, yeah. Okay. february okay. 2005 yeah yeah and, and i mean and so that is a huge uh, you know portion of your life that you've dedicated mm. to 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 as an educationalist i think teaching the language and particularly i mean would i be correct to say in gael cultures you know niche if you like is 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 helping people working in the public service improving their irish with a view to to delivering um services through irish is that would that be yeah that's that that would be correct yeah i suppose um many of the learners uh these days are are you know abroad and um there are classes available uh, you know in Gilhothas headquarters in Dublin but also a lot, a lot of the teaching is now done online particularly I suppose we started um, online teaching in nine, 2013 which is nine years ago um, and we we found it very very challenging um, initially because the technology was not up to it at all we were using a system called webex and i've been teaching for 40 40 uh, 40 odd years and i've only ever sworn i've only ever sworn once and that was during class where webex just totally gave up um and it much too much to the the class's amusement i i, I started cursing um but yeah so, I remember doing doing the my early my I think my certainly the first couple of um, courses I did with Gael Culture were on Webex. I remember, yeah, that yeah. Was, so was, Webex was, has improved that. dramatically because of the pressure uh, um, they felt um, due to Zoom being such a an easy system to use. Um, but these days, um, the company caters for uh, people in the public sector, as you said, but also many, many, many different types of learners. Uh, and the general language classes are still very, very popular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, what? So, so if we're talking about, I mean, what's your sense of the, um, the if you like, the, the the state of the language as you find it when you have people coming to you? I mean, let's just look at maybe let's say Irish speakers or people who are who went through the Irish education system and who are going back to 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 improve or relearn their Irish. What's your sense of 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 that now in terms of how is that the you know how, how are people coming out of school what kind of you know um, what's your sense of the, the Irish that they have from having gone through that process? Well, I remember uh, meeting uh, a woman who was in her mid sixties um, who came during one of the open nights we had in Girl Hunter a few years ago. Uh, she was sixty five, and she hadn't studied Irish since. She, since she was 18, had no contact with the language, said, oh my God, I've forgotten all my Irish. And I said, well, let's let's just try and speak some. Um, and after a few minutes, she, she became more comfortable and, and, and started speaking the language at a very, very high level. Um, so my, my 
belief is that people who went through the system, uh, you know, many years ago and uh, up to maybe 10, 15 years ago, um, a lot of them have, they learned so much uh, and they've, they've, some of them have retained a lot of it. Um, I contrast that with maybe people who are going through the system now. Um, the, they're just, just not learning as much at all. Um, and despite the fact that in the past there was a greater focus on on grammar uh, than there is, there's a much greater focus now on on speaking the language. Um, I still feel that you know younger learners struggle more with the language, um, you know, than than people who went through the system in the past. In the past, there was so much to cover, um, and people got a huge <laughs> amount of input and a lot of people didn't didn't manage to to learn the language to to gain any sort of mastery of the language at all but many people did at the same time um whereas now um yeah there isn't there isn't much input at all the leaving cert is has been greatly simplified um the amount of literature uh covered is is tiny um so people aren't aren't getting the same level of input as they would in, in the past um, and they're just learning a lot of things off by heart <laughs> um and yeah that's what i feel that you know speakers in the past people who did did manage to to get to get a mastery of the language um managed to retain that over a great period you know great number of years and and Evan, tell me what is if you like would you see as the strategic objective with the language from let's say an organisation like Gael Kultur's perspective? What what is the what can we hope to achieve in terms of you know progressing the use of the language? I mean, is it because I mean you're talking or at least a lot of the people I think who would be coming to you for training would be working in the public service with the aim of delivering services through Irish. Um, is you know what do you see outside of the education system? What, what, what do you see in terms of the how, how Irish can can we get what we can expect to achieve with it? Yeah, I think uh, there's a high level of interest in the language. Um, you know, you know, in Ireland and internationally. Um, so Gaelicalter does. There's no doubt about it. It, it does help people um, gain confidence as speakers of the language. And it 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 has a very very positive effect, and thousands of people uh, go through the system every year. So it has it, it and and you know it, it does you know help a cultural change in in the public sector. It definitely is helping in that regard. Um, so you know when. Gerhard started training courses in Dublin City Council, for example. Uh, there was only a handful of, of people um, who uh, were willing or able to to um, offer service through Irish. And at one stage, that had that had increased from a few people to over fifty. It's much higher now. I'd, I'd expect. So that's an example of of, of a changing culture, changing culture within an, an organisation. So it has. Um, you know, many, many positive, you know, effects. But, um, 
you know, at the same time, I'm I'm very very aware of the fact that the the language is under pressure as a community language in the Gaeltacht. So you have you have this situation where the level of interest in in the language is, is growing rapidly outside the Gaeltacht, uh, outside the country. But then um, something that Gaelhalter has has very little impact on, unfortunately, is is the, the state of the language in in the Gaeltacht areas, and that's something. Um, that that really worries me greatly. Uh, the fact that the language is in decline, and the you know the the likes of Gilchotter can't address that that problem at all. Um, it's really it comes down in the end to to language planning, and the goodwill of of, of the politicians and the government, which is lacking. They're they're sitting on their hands, and they're they're allowing. The, the language to to disappear from from the Gilt areas. Yeah, because that, that's something that that's feedback that I've had now from a number of different people that we've spoken to here um, on the show. I mean, is that you know one person said to me that you know they had no fear of the language and the fact that the language certainly has a, has a strong future for various different reasons. But it's mm. it's it's the language it's, as a community language within the Gilt mm. that is that is that is what they're most concerned about. And you're saying the same thing here. Um, what um um what i mean is it is that situation salvable salvageable yeah definitely def- difficult to say um if things continue as they are the language will will cease to be a community language within a generation or so um so if if you know the if the, if the politicians were really interested in, in in um you know addressing this this problem um a lot could be done but um the yeah the the interest isn't there um there's a lot of um you know the, pretending to to address the, the the issue but um you know really the i suppose the um the approach being used at the moment uh, is not working at all. Um, so there's the they're um, giving Udrasagelt I think are, are giving funding to community groups to to engage in language planning. Um, but that's passing the buck as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's asking people who have no background very often language planning at all to to try and save the language as a community language. Um, so that that might work in some areas, but as far as I'm aware, it's 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 not proving to be a very, very successful approach at all. Um, so that's that's an, an example of, of the approach used by by government. Um, yes, it's passing the book and it's it's not really addressing the issues at all. Um, for example, um, the services available to to Irish speakers in the Gaeltacht um, are very very limited indeed. Um, you know, I I have a relation who who had a speech impediment and um, went to a speech therapist in the Gaeltacht and he spoke no English. He was only five, and she spoke no Irish. Um, so that's 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 an example of of the type of thing that happens on, on a regular basis. Um, so that 
that reinforces the uh, the view of many speakers of Irish that it's not if 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 the services are not there, if if government isn't interested in providing those services, what's the point in speaking the language? Yeah. So that's I mean, the question of why the language is in decline is is very very complex. That's only one one part of the problem, and there are many many others. Um, but it's something very practical that that government could do to provide services through Irish, but those services are lacking. But th- and, and that's such a critical point, Damon, isn't it? Because I mean, for for somebody like me, it's you know, I, I, it, it, it's become an increasingly important part of my life. But it is still just something that is you know, it's a it's it's a thing of interest that I'm that I'm becoming increasingly uh, engaged in. But at the end of the day, it doesn't affect my life and my ability to you know deal with like critical things like you mentioned there something as critical as 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 um a speech therapy for for a young person um and i mean uh, like it, what what would the view of 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 native speakers in the world be of, of 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 you know the rest of us are engaged in a, in a kind of a a nice pastime if you like or or maybe some kind of recreational use of the language um and on the other hand they can't get essential services provided to them i mean is are we just are we just kidding ourselves in relation to the the the, 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 the you know the, the the way the language is being handled or i mean what are your thoughts on that yeah so yeah there there's no great plan um for the language you know there there is supposed to be um a 20 year strategy uh, introduced by by Fianna Fáil uh, over 10 years ago um but nobody really is well people aren't really aware of the strategy it's 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 just something um again it's it's pretending to do something but actually not not doing anything um so there's no strategy um on the part of of government at all um and they're just letting the language slip away um as community language and um yeah, there's there's no real debate about it either. Um, very very little debate about it. Uh, so I find that very very distressing. Uh, the fact that you know we have a crisis uh, in the Gaeltacht, but there's no, there's no talk about it. But then you know outside the Gaeltacht, the the language is booming. Uh, there are more people studying Irish in third level than ever. Um, there are more people learning the language uh, online uh, internationally than ever. Um, the likes of Edgeskill and Donegal and Kalashchikarkhine uh, and in Kerry um, have huge numbers of people studying the language with them. So you know the the question is, will it? You know, will the um, interest still be there? If, if the language is not spoken as community language, I'm not sure. Um, I, I feel that it will, you know, that the interest will still be there, even when it's not spoken as a community language. But I'm not, not 100% sure of that. Yeah, because then it means that, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's a great challenge all the time, I think, you know, 
trying to learn the language, but then our ability to go out and kind of use it in a mm. natural kind of context or whatever is very limited and decreasing by the way you, you, you mentioned. It. But also, I think oftentimes I find when I go to the Gwilt, uh, you know, and I'm still only very much a learner speaker uh, but i feel it's almost like an imposition if i try to use the language in the world because I, I know the person on the other side of the counter is thinking oh my god if you just spoke in english i might understand yeah, yeah. what he's saying and 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 and, and you, you try to use the language. i mean i remember i went into a a pub in um in falcara and i ordered i said you know uh, uh Guinness Little Hull and I ended up getting a glass of Guinness uh, which for anybody listening who's not from Ireland is, is a half a pint of Guinness and I wanted a full pint of Guinness and that was a completely unsatisfactory transaction now we ended up clearing it up in English but I, I still got charged with a glass of Guinness by the way but 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 but, um, but I, I, I said to myself oh my god if I can't if, it, if it's if it's if its function as a for, for communication is is you know is 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 it doesn't work, then you know it's 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 it, it kind of defeats the purpose of of of, of trying to use the language. What, what, what how, how do you feel about that? I mean, because if I go into the language as a if I go into the Gwelter as a learner, you know, should I be expecting um, native speakers to kind of be like put up with my imperfect Irish or or, or what's the the, 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 the the best approach there? Yeah, I think the experience that you had is, is a common one. Um, very often people go into a shop or, or a pub or whatever in the Gaeltacht and they try and use the language. Um, the person behind the the counter uh, often um, wants to just get on with things uh, and the, you know, the they 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 want to communicate um and they don't they don't think in in terms of you know you know should i speak irish or should i speak english they they just want effective communication so very often they they'll switch to english um but it's the whole thing is is very complex because very often as well um the person working there uh, might have been brought up in the Gaeltacht, but might have might have been brought up bilingually or through english and and feels uh, when it comes to communication, the language feels very very inadequate, um, and very often people in the Gaeltacht as well, um, you know, are not aware of you know, the 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 newly coined vocabulary. You know, they're, they're not aware of it. It's, a lot of new vocabulary is is um, doesn't doesn't come into the language in a, in a natural sort of way. It's the, the language is. is terminology is 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 coined um made up by a terminology committee in dublin um and far from the girls talked and um you know very often the learner of irish will 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 learn uh, a lot of that that new terminology um the person the girl talked is far removed from 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 all of that and and uses the the English terminology, and find they find it uh, very intimidating then to be faced with with uh, you know this this terminology that they're not familiar with at all. So the the whole issue is very complex. I, I completely, and 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 this is something that I just it strikes me all the time is the language faces so many challenges around different the, 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 these different um, areas. But you mentioned there in terms of the, the terminology because. This is another thing I remember as a learner, and you become kind of very proud of yourself as a learner, learning these, you know, lists of Stovrockel and 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 the vocabulary for various different things, and and of course, again, because one of the big challenges I've 
in the midst of at the moment is I started off when coming back to the language, um, deciding to learn the Kaidan, standard Irish. And and I think I'm not sure that maybe what Gaelic tour uh, teaches because again you're, you're dealing with the public service and they would be expected I presume to, to work through the the, the uh-huh. kaidan. Um, but then of course when you go to the Gaelic, you, you're 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 either in the the the, the kind of or or Connemara or or kind of the moon, and they're three totally different things yeah. as opposed to the kaidan itself and and so i find myself now i'm back now trying to get more into my 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 kind of local monster um dialect here and and to learn more of that but then i'm finding myself oh am i saying vime or vias or or, mm-hmm. or begme or bed or or or, or 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 and so on and the mind freshen and lesh and how we deal with all that but but i mean so like i mean how do we Deal with that. I mean, if let's say as a learner now coming back, would you be recommending somebody to to learn in 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 one of the um, kainunti in one of the dialects, or would you recommend them to start with the kaidan? How how do you see that um, um, best approached? Yeah, well, um, if you're living far from the Gaeltacht, um, you know the the best way, I suppose, is to um, the best approach is to 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 learn the kaidan first. Um, but a majority of people who learn the language um, will end up with 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 a mixture of dialects anyway. Um, and uh, the the important thing is that that they that they're able to to communicate effectively, and that they that they have the sounds of the language so that they can be easily understood. Um, if you're if you're living in Kerry or Cork or Galway or whatever, if you're near a Gaeltacht area. Um, the best approach there is maybe to 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 um, attend uh, a course. Um, if you go to Kalashikarkhine uh, in, in Kerry, for example, um, you're you're only going to learn Kerry Irish. Um, but I think for a majority of people, um, you know, I th- I think I don't think dialects are, are that important really. Um, I think a majority of people will, will, myself included. Um, I'm, I'm what's described as a deformed native speaker. I've been away from from my community for forty years, and um, you know I I've picked up sounds and you know pronunciations that that are alien to to my area, um, and I think I think that's fine. Uh, I think, um, but. Yeah, if 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 you have an opportunity to to go to a, a Gaeltacht area, then it's it's well worth worth learning uh, that particular dialect. Yeah, but, but even if you go to say Ajaxgail in 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 Donegal, um, the chances are that you make a, a teacher from from Connemara. Um, so they they don't focus so much on 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 dialects. They focus on just enabling people to communicate communicate effectively and to to pronounce the language properly so that they can be easily understood. Um, I and I, I, I think when you mentioned that being out of your community for 40 years, you, and I think it's on your Twitter handle, you have uh, the wonderful word uh, for exile, as as well. And what's the, what's the, what's the word for that? Um, yeah. Ajoriat, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Ajoriat or something like that. Yeah. But that word is Ajoriat, it's associated with tears. Is that the derivation of the word? Yeah, it seems to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, yeah. a, it's 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 a wonderful word um 
yeah, it captures. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of the language. That there, there are so many um, words that are are so difficult to to translate. You know, yeah. So that 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 adds to to the to the richness of the language. And 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 of course, uh, and, but but this is this is one of the things I I constantly kind of struggle with. I think is is trying to on the one hand appreciate and get a feel for that that richness and the severus of of of, of the language, um, but, but on the other hand, you know, try to decide where, where do you where do you start and how do you concentrate on let's say if if you start with kaidon, do you stick completely with the kaidon all the time or try because sometimes in a way it can feel like almost having to learn a separate language um, when you when you move into some of the different um, dialects, but but. Um, but Emmett, could you talk to me just about just you, you have been out of the community now for forty years, but you have been working in the Irish language, I suppose, universe um, throughout that time in education. What does 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 the language look like in your life now? Out, or has it looked like outside of education? Because you, you, you mentioned about services being provided, and that has increased maybe in in, in some of the organisations you've you've worked with. I mean, do do you find your your ability to use the language on a regular basis? Is that something that's 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 straightforward for you? Yes, um, I suppose um, uh, prior to the pandemic, <laughs> um, I would have would have mixed a lot with with people i would have gone to um irish language events on a regular basis um i would have worked in an office on a daily basis with with other speakers um and i had very few opportunities to speak english um up until about two years ago uh, so all my, my my friends most of my friends um were Irish speakers. Um, most of my my socialising was done with other Irish speakers. Um, but since the pandemic, uh, the the dynamic has changed a lot. Um, so I now work from home all the time. Um, I I have um, you know regular Zoom meetings uh, through Irish. But um, my partner is Chinese, uh, and she she. Um, struggles with English uh, and you know she she doesn't speak Irish um, so I, I find um, that I find myself thinking for the first time in my life thinking in English um, sometimes um, and dreaming in English which is totally a new experience for me so I suppose the, the pandemic has has, has changed uh, you know um, my relationship with the language, um, uh, but you know, I hope now to to start socialising again. There's, there's, there are events happening again around Dublin. Um, also, uh, two years ago, I lived in city centre. I now live in Dublin 18, looking out of the mountains here. Um, so, yeah. I suppose um, I was fortunate for many many years to have to have. Um, such uh, um, opportunities, so many opportunities to, to use the language. But even now, I'm, I'm kind of struggling more <laughs> uh, than I would have done in the past. But hopefully that that will change again soon. Mm. But and, and you mentioned that uh, I think you've seen 
while while I mean the, your experience there in terms of the 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 the, the limited opportunity to to use the language um in 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 your daily life and that impact has had that that has had for you and also that 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 those difficulties that are happening within the um within the the Goel Tukti. and and I suppose one of the reasons why. I decided to have this conversation um, in English is because I think a lot of those um, conversations around the, the crisis that is in the Gaeltacht and so on, that's that's not being, we don't hear any conversation about that in the English language media as far as I can see. Mm. Um, but allied to that then, or at the same time as that, you have this, as you say, explosion of the language or certainly increase in the, in the, in the learning of the language online and internationally and so on. And and talk to me then about how that is how that feeds into let's say the the introduction of the language as an official language of the of of the European Union and the kind of government targets now that they were talking about having I don't know is it twenty percent of, of 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 civil service being able to use the language within a certain period I mean are, is there kind of like almost a two stream you know language we have you know we have native speakers in the Gaeltacht and um learners who are now coming up to a high levels of proficiency who are working in the eu and the public service yeah um yeah so there are so many positive things happening um and you mentioned there the, the irish becoming an official working language of the eu um and that the effect that has is is very very positive it 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 you know there used to be the question asked what 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 what's the point of learning irish um but that question isn't asked much anymore because there are many opportunities um and there are many jobs available in irish now and a lot of organizations including gilhalter have difficulty finding people because the young people particularly have have so many um choices um uh so there are you know there are very very positive things happening um but they're separate in a way from the situation in, in the gilthacht um you know so there are many wonderful things happening outside the gilthacht um you know in in government you mentioned the 20% there um so 20% of people who who are newly employed uh by by the civil service public sector uh need to be proficient in irish um so many many of these things you know are are, are very very positive um but the problems of the girls that remain um and they're not being discussed they're discussed regularly uh, in the irish language they're discussed regularly in um in the online newspaper twirishk.ie um you find you'll find that a, a lot of their articles the most read articles tend to be about the crisis in, in the gilthacht and um so yeah you have you have these two things happening side by side uh, the positive things happening outside the gilthacht and the the negative things then happening within the gilthacht itself uh, and and the lack of um you know debate about these issues uh, in the in the english language um yes yeah, so the, the the issues are debated in irish but not so much in english mm 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 mm, mm. 
And I mean, is because uh, one of the things that that kind of causes me some dis. I mean, you mentioned just it's a cause of distress for you, and 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 it, it one 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 has to despair when you when you think about it. But but on the other hand, then I mean, we had a kind of a the Irish language revival efforts back at the beginning of the end of the 19th beginning of the 20th century and mm. there was a lot of maybe you know um well-intentioned but uh, how, how effective it it, it might have been or it was perhaps too late even at that stage to to, mm. to to really get into it but i mean we have in the in the in the century that's passed since then developed you know much we have we have much more sophisticated we have we have we have we have we have we have, we have you know a science about linguistics we have we 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 know so much more now about how to do this um and why are we not you know doing it better now second time around or why what's the what's 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 the problem in your in your head well, i suppose uh, one of the major problems was from you know from the time the state was founded 100 years ago um there was um a lot of the onus was on 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 teachers to revive the language, and um, the focus was very much on on, on getting school kids to, to learn the language. Um, but the problem, I think, it was a lost opportunity um, when the first Dal, you know, when when when, the, when we became an independent state, um, had the politicians decided then to communicate in Irish, um, it would have had a, a you know massive effect on on people's you know um on Portaga, uh, language behavior um and it would have um greatly increased the status of the language um but that didn't happen that was that was a um that's something a lost opportunity really um and yeah the 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 focus of it was very much on 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 uh, you know the 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 sc- schools. Um, that's where where the revival revival was 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 going to happen, um, but that hasn't been a success really. Um, you know, but isn't that the key that you mentioned there? I mean that 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 you know this idea of creating Irish or, or, or trying to the prestige language that uh, of the culture and i mean i suppose like historically the prestige language of the culture was english um that you know irish was the language of poverty of lack of opportunity mm. of, of 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 all of that of and of, of of starvation and hunger historically um mm. and and even i mean if you even today i mean it's 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 you know in in terms of opportunity ability to 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 um you know get employment or whatever it's like it's it's, it's an absolute given that english is going to be required for anybody who's who's who, and then, and then of course we don't have any monoglot irish speakers left at this stage um but i mean isn't it isn't it kind of ironic now that if you like if we have if we have opportunities arising in the language but you have to be a translator in brussels or you're somehow, you know, that you don't have opportunities in Irish, or at least to, 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 from what I hear, that you don't have the language opportunities arising to that extent in the local Gaeltacht areas, that it's, 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 
it's isn't there a desperately sad irony in that 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 I mean while we might be creating opportunities in Irish now we're 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 we have them we still don't have a um you know in in it's it's economic factors in the Gaeltacht I imagine that that are a large part of um what's causing the problems in terms of the dilution of the language there oh yes I mean uh, there's this been a brain drain for many years from from guilt of the areas um you know these opportunities as you say exist outside the the for the most part uh outside the guilt of the areas i mean some of my friends have returned some of my school friends have you know one person in particular has that i can think of uh returned from australia and um japan before that and he he has he has moved back to Gidor. He's working in an Irish language organisation, um, but there aren't that many opportunities available, um, you know. And again, that has an, a negative impact um, on on people's you know feelings about the language, the local people. Um, if the opportunities aren't uh, available. Um, you know, what's what's the point in speaking the language to their kids? Um, you know, I think the Gaeltad Ern was set up in the 1960s uh, as the Gaeltad equivalent of the IDA, and then Udras and the Gaeltachta um, came subsequently. Um, and they uh, their policy was to to provide employment um, through factories. Um, so they they did create quite a number of jobs, but very low status jobs. Um, you know, people in the industrial state in Gidor working in those factories are, are earning the minimum wage. Um, so again, you mentioned the the fact that Irish is associated with poverty and backwardness, lack of status, and so on. Well, this this definitely doesn't help. Uh, the fact that the the employment provided by Udras and the Geltata sponsored factories is, um, you know, they're, they're they're very very low paying jobs. Um, I believe that the 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 they should have focused on on providing Irish language jobs. Um, for example, um, every I believe that every girl to the area should have um, uh, you know permanent exhibition uh, should have a, a space where um, you know there, there's a permanent exhibition focusing on the, on the language um, you know center where where People have an opportunity to, to learn the language, um, and that every Gaeltacht area should have one. That 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 should that would generate employment. That's where the focus should have been, rather than on low status employment. So that's that's a very very fundamental mistake uh, made by by Udras uh, and Gaeltacht before them. Mm. And is it is it the case, Eamon, that that I mean, I mean, I wonder about. You know the seriousness of Irish government policy in relation to the language. Essentially, I mean, like, um, it it was kind of like just let's just stick that into secondary education, your primary secondary education, and that's that kind of 
that'll take care of itself yes. over there. That's that's as much as we need to do from mm. a government point of view. I mean, yes. like like as far as I'm aware, the official working language status was one which the Irish government resisted kind of tooth and nail for, for, for many, many years in terms of relying on a derogation, which they finally had to give up, I think, uh-huh. in January. So it, it's almost like it was the reason the Irish is a working language of the EU is more because of the EU than because of the Irish government. Um, as far as I'm, the impression that I've gotten has been, and and I wonder, like, is it are we are we serious about it really as a as as a country? No, I don't think we are, and I don't think um, politicians have been have been very serious about it. You know, over the last gener- few generations, um, there is this yeah. As I said, now in the Gulf of the areas, the situation is is yeah yeah well. Local communities are expected to revive the language themselves. Um, and yeah, it's a case of passing the book and politicians not really being serious about, about reviving the language at all. Um, so I think um, there's an apathy there. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't think that's, that's going to change soon, you know. Um, I wonder if, if Sinn Féin get into get into government at some stage. Um, if if that that'll make a difference, I'm not sure. Um, but in the fall of Fine Gael, there's 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 no great appetite for for any, doing anything radical, um, and there isn't even uh, an acknowledgement. I don't think of 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 the crisis in the Gael Uh So yeah, that's that's. And, but what do you think of the like the the ordinary Gaeltacht native dweller? I mean, how concerned? I mean, are, are they about this? Is it is it something that 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 exercises the um, you know? I mean, you're very concerned about it. You're somebody who's dedicated your life to to the language and teaching it. Uh, what do you think the the the, the ordinary man or woman on the street in the Gaeltacht um, uh, thinks about this? Well, I think um, that. Quite, quite a substantial. Well, quite a few people in the Gaeltacht would would share my concerns about the language, um, you know. But I suppose the younger generation um, is apathetic. Um, they they've lost a connection with the past in a way. A lot of them, uh, they look to to New York now or to London. Um, their interest is is very much. Um, yeah, they, they've lost that 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 um, link with with the past, with 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 the language, with the culture, with the environment. Even um, you know the the typical teenager now in 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 a Gaeltacht area would sit at home playing like you know playing computer games um, rather than you know would would be very unlike myself would be. You know, when I was growing up, we we were out and about a lot. Um, we knew the the names of the fields. Uh, we knew the names of the rocks. Even um, that that connection seems to have been lost. Um, the the young people, uh, yeah, they look towards New York, uh, towards the, their interests in mass culture, and um, you know there are exceptions, of course, but. Majority of young people in the Gaeltacht now, um, they they're not that interested in the language. Um, another 
problem is that um, they, the the world has changed a lot uh, over, particularly over the last generation. I mean, 25 years ago, there was very little talk of um, the internet, for example. Um, the world has changed dramatically. Um, the the language used 30, 40 years ago um, suited the lifestyle of the people in the Geltacht. Um, they had all the terminology necessary to talk about their everyday lives, fishing and farming and so on. Um, but the that, you know, when I was growing up, we... we we were self-sufficient when it came to food. We grew a lot of our own vegetables. Um, we cut our own turf and so on. We had all the terminology to, to describe that work. Um, and uh, the the world has changed a lot and people have stopped farming uh, in my area anyway. And they, the typical conversation in this pub now would be about the Premier League. And I remember sitting in the pub in, in Gidor uh, one night and listening to this credible code switching where people talked about very, very trivial everyday things in Irish. But when the, they started uh, discussing some match that, that had been played that day in the Premier League, they switched to English. Um, so the... Part of the problem is that that people are lacking the linguistic resources to describe the the the, the life that they now lead, which is you know a lot of it is online and and um, you know there's there's so much mass culture now, um, uh, so that that's that's another problem that's difficult to solve. And and I suppose if I could be devil's advocate for 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 a second, because I, I have a view on this, but I'd be interested to hear what you said. Why should they care? You know, young people now. If 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 they're you know, why do do you believe that 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 they should um that they should um um care or be interested in you know making the language relevant for them or or or, or having that connection with them. The, their 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 past there. Yeah, you can't you, you can't force anybody, um, you know, to you can't force a linguistic choice on somebody. Um, you know, I think it's it's inevitable in a way. I think that this this is happening globally. Uh, this this is not just a phenomenon that's occurring in the Geltacht. It's happening everywhere, you know, with minority languages. Um, so the pressure, there's huge pressure um, when there there's a dominant language, when there's a widely spoken language, whether that be Spanish or or Chinese or English. Um, when there's a high status language, you know, uh, in competition with with a with a minority language, there's usually only one winner. Um, so I don't, I don't blame, I, I don't, I don't look at, at, at those young people in the girl thoughts. I, I, I don't blame them. The situation is very complex. Um, we're living in a, in a increasingly, you know, small world. Um, 
you know, where we have access to 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 so much information. Um, and so I, I don't I don't blame I don't blame people. Um, and you know, I believe that it's inevitable that that young people in the Gaelic will will speak English. You know, what I the situation I would like to see is 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 a higher degree of bilingualism, and um, people, you know, being willing to use both languages. Um, I think that's that's the best case scenario. Um, you know. Well, I think that the bilingual the case the bilingual case is just is just unanswerable and is 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 a, is a, is a really worthy aspiration. I mean, I think it's such a, uh, I mean, it's 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 um, as I've heard it described. I think that 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 you know, um, uh, monolingual or sorry that that multilingualism is the is the oxygen of 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 culture, whereas monolingualism is the carbon monoxide of of, of culture. You know, yeah. um, and I mean, like for me certainly. Um, and I'm not there yet, but but the aspiration I have is because in terms of you know when you talk about knowing the names of the the, the fields and the rocks and on and that whole kind of um, the 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 understanding your environment and being able to 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 interpret your environment and your sense of place from your locality, but but even like like it would be extraordinary I think if you were to have an English person who was incapable of reading one of Shakespeare's sonnets. You know, in terms of their culture, mm-hmm. you know, and the English language culture now. I mean, if we, I mean, you know, to thine own self be true, or 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 there is a tide in the affairs of men. I mean, like these 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 things that come into the culture in in, in the English language, and they're they're just they're just frames of re- terms of reference that we will all be familiar with at at, at at some level. And it would be extraordinary for an English an English person. Uh, not to have that culture, a direct connection to that culture. But as Irish people, most of us are incapable of having that direct connection to our culture and 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 those, you know, the, the literature and 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 the 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 oral tradition and so on. Uh, and so for me, that's the. It has to be the 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 prime reason why. But um, do you think that's a factor for 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 for, for anybody i mean because because that oral tradition that is there in the world that goes back like intact hundreds maybe th- over a thousand years yeah i mean i think it's it's um something very very valuable um i think people do see the value um as well um of being able to tap into into uh, the literature and you know the culture, the language. I mean, you are somebody who has a unique experience in terms of your bringing in the, as a native Irish speaker, and also then your contribution to to, to to Irish learning for so many people nationally and internationally. And um, and 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 as you say, you, you you've covered a period of time where there has been extraordinary um, changes in society over the over the period of that career. So so you've given us a, a an exceptional and unique insight into what's going on. Not the most rosy of pictures, unfortunately, in terms of the way it looked, but but I, I think that's just the, the reality that we are faced with. But um, Yeah, um, I, I think it's important to face up to that reality as well. And um, that's that that debate um, is, is lacking in in the English language anyway. Um, and you know I, I see the language slipping away. 
Um, and it, it, I do find it distressing that that there's so little, um, you know, discussion uh, of this crisis. Well, thank you for 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 giving us a, a, a small insight into that um, um, a crisis here, and and for 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 let's say hopefully starting that discussion, Eamon, and 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 hopefully it's one that uh, that that we can uh, return to. Eamon Akara, Gurav Milamahagut, if we may unsult us on scale around Tulin, Berbua, August Banakar. Gurav Milamahagutena, Eamon. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would really appreciate your feedback and would be eternally grateful if you would follow, rate and review the show. Please also be sure to sign up at thelanguagequestion.com forward slash resources to get your free valuable learning resources and to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, guests and to receive exclusive content. Slán tamalá.